Hello and welcome to Reality Daily. Today we're going to do something new. Uh, we're doing a, a new series called Is It Bingeable? And today I'm going to be here with News. News, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, I, I'm excited to you know talk about the the sh- you know the show that we're covering today, and I'm actually excited for the series. I think it's a good idea, and uh, you know for those uh, uh for those who are stuck home and you know doing nothing, I think this will help them out. Yeah, I appreciate you being here. You know, one of the things that this series is going to cover is we're going to take a show that's on a streaming platform or, or a show that maybe aired on cable but is now available to stream, and one person is going to see at least the introductory of the show, at least a couple episodes, and the other person has seen the entire thing. And what the idea is going to be is, like, we're trying to give you, if you're at home, who's stuck at home, you know, some intel. If if this show is right for you, is it something that's worth your time to bench? Because I know for me, one of the worst things I hate is when I start to watch a show and then I just fall out of love with it. I just don't know. Uh, I don't like where the direction is, whether that's a reality show or a scripted show. So we're trying to give you everything you need to know, but at the same time, keep it non-spoiler. And today we're talking about the, the hip-hop a talent competition on Netflix called Rhythm and Flow. This came out, I believe, in October of last year. Um, so we're going to get into that. So the overview of what the show is, is they have, similar to your American Idols or your voices, they have auditions, and then from the auditions, then they have their select group, and they do challenges and everything else. News has seen the actual show, so we'll get more into it with him in terms of the specifics, but that's the overview. If you're into seeing a hip-hop talent competition, this is something you should at least listen forward to. Um, but I watched the first episode, and what I did see first was the judges. And news: the three main judges are T.I., Cardi B., and Chance the Rapper. So just, just off your opinion, do you think that these judges were the right fit? I'll be honest. T.I., I can understand a bit because he seems a bit uh, – actually, I have no idea. Is he business savvy, Wyatt? Like, is he like investing in stuff? Yeah, yeah. Like, he has nightclubs and restaurants and things like that. He actually had a show on um, – on BET, uh, where it was very similar to The Apprentice, where he was like trying to find like a, a new, I don't want to call it an assistant, but like a new business assistant that was supposed to like help run his nightclubs and stuff. Okay, um, in that case, uh, I, I would say that, you know, T.I. makes sense. But listen, Cardi B and uh, Chance the Rapper, I, I, first and foremost, I don't know how much these guys can, you know, I, I know there's like huge Cardi B fans out there and Chance the Rapper fans, but I don't know if these guys have been in the game long enough to really make like, uh, uh, you know, correct judgments and stuff like that um specifically chance the rapper considering his recent debut album was hot garbage and, and you know with cardi b half the time i cannot understand what she's saying or what, what she's trying to what she's trying to what point she's trying to make what, what i'll say is you know with, with only seeing the first episode i certainly understand why these three were the judges i mean they're they're very popular right ti even though he hasn't had a hit in, i guess since uh uh whatever yeah, like whatever you like, I think was the last song that I, I know for him. Uh, he's certainly been in the game for a while. Chance the Rapper and Cardi B. I mean, I would argue that, that these are two of the most influential uh, rappers right now in terms of like having massive fan bases. I think the only person you could rival with that is probably Kendrick Lamar. So having two people, I think, I think this is, these were good judges in terms of a markability standpoint. You know, did they give the best feedback? You know, I've only seen one episode, but I can certainly see where maybe having somebody that's maybe in the, the record industry, somebody who's maybe not a rapper, but somebody who's on the back end, maybe somebody that works for Spotify, you know, maybe having somebody that's, that's, you know, been rapping for a little bit longer than, you know, five or six years in terms of mainstream. I could see where, where maybe, uh, you know, this would be better. But they do have guest judges. On the first episode, they had Snoop Dogg. On the second episode, they have Pat Joe. Uh, you know, I'm sure they have mentors at some aspects. So do you think that these guest judges and mentors kind of fit the bill as well? 
Yeah, I think so. I think they're fun, and I think they're they're actually pretty good guest judges too. They're not like people that you would be expecting either. Um, uh, I will get into this more later, but uh, yeah, there's some definitely good guest judges in my opinion. Great. And what they're competing for is the prize here is $250,000, and I believe they get to do a live session at Spotify for the Rap Caviar section, which is interesting because uh, The Voice uh, pays like 100 k But now, granted, you do get a record contract with that, uh, and I don't think the American Idol has any like, cash prize. I think it's just a record contract. So, uh, you know, they are paying more money than normal. Also, this is more money than most of the other Netflix shows. You know, we've talked about The Circle and Too Out to Handle. On this podcast feed, both of those 100k. This is 250, so it's, it's it is higher um, in terms of the the prize pool. But one thing that we did see in the first episode, and I assume this is how the other auditions will go, uh, and just correct me if I'm wrong on this, but we saw a couple of contestants before they actually got to audition. So in the beginning, Ti goes down to uh, Nipsey Hussle, R.I.P. Go down to his kind of, uh, I guess it was kind of like his like mentoring uh, service where people had like classes on music, and he got to hear one of the people rap. And T.I. said, hey, you're on the next show. And then at one point, um, a chance rapper was with, uh, who was he with? Anderson Pac, right? Yeah, it was and Anderson Pac, yeah. So he was with Anderson Pac, and, and Anderson Pac brought out uh, a female rapper, and she did great. Uh, and we got to see them uh, appear later on in the episode, but we kind of got that, that introductory to them before they even got on the audition. So it kind of made us seem like we needed to pay attention to them when they actually got on the stage. So is, is that something that is in the norm for all the audition episodes? Do we get kind of like an insight onto a couple of the performers before we actually get into the auditions? Yeah, so similar to, you know, this episode, the brain pretty much works as that, like, you know, the the it's the same idea right so you get some background information on the person and then there's like usually like some like montage of like some absolute failures and <laughs> and those are always funny to watch but uh yeah it's pretty much the same idea yeah as uh, you know yeah. as this episode so like the guy who was like suck my dick like he's like whoa <laughs> whoa whoa yeah, even Snoop, Snoop Dogg was like face palming on <laughs> Yeah, it was definitely some uh, American Idol in terms of like, hey, look at these people. They really suck. <laughs> like, uh, so if you're into that, there is kind of a segment of that as well. Um, but then you get the actual auditions that people come out there. They get on the stage. They have a stage. They have a DJ. They have a crowd. They have the judges kind of sitting in these like chairs and, and they'll rap. And then basically they get feedback and then eventually they find out if they're going forward or not. One thing that I didn't get from the first episode news is like, is there like a number of people that get to go through, or are they just saying, "Hey, we like you. You're through the next round." Like, is there a quota? Like, they have to meet. I don't think there's a quota, to be quite honest with you. And you know, the way, the, the weird thing too is like how they go, like you know, um, I, I don't want uh, you know Ti to choose the winner because I want the winner. It's uh, it's, it's kind of weird because like they kind of make it seem like the voice where like you know they're trying to pick their teams or whatever. Yeah. But I. Throughout the show, it, that theme of like teams, it's never really like noticeable enough, or like has it. So like it's it's kind of interesting that like when I was rewatching it, I was like, oh yeah, yeah that seems to be like something that they were trying to really try to push. Yeah, but that didn't really pan out. Like uh, that's not how like the show actually got produced at the end. Like they really weren't teams by the end of this. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like teams. Yeah. Okay. So so now you know I'm past the point of of anything that I know. From watching the first episode, so I'm just going to ask News a couple of questions since he's seen the whole series now without spoilers, of course. Uh, News, what was the what would you describe the episode structure to be like? <clears throat> so usually the way it works. So I'm gonna, I'm going to first break down how the show like uh, the, the the process of the show as they like you know t- uh, go through the episodes. 
So the first four episodes themselves are the auditions, right? Um, and then from there, they have these group ciphers. So uh, they put the, you know, they, throughout these group ciphers, uh, they take the performances, right? And then from there, they cut half the talent. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they were really cutthroat about that. They cut like half the talent. And then by episode, so that's episode five, that's the ciphers. By episode six, there's 16 people, uh, uh, what's it called? And there were 16 uh, remaining like artists. Mm-hmm. And uh, they actually have to do rap battles. So they go one on one, they do rap battles, and they again, half of them get cut. So they go to top, so uh, episode top eight, by episode seven or top eight. And then, you know, with the, with the, when it comes to like the seventh episode, they, they like from that point on to like dwindle down the people. They're just different types of like uh, you know challenges. So whether it be like you know music collaboration, samples, or, or like music videos and stuff like that. And so then that's how it So they get down to eight. Are they knocking like one off each kind of like episode? It depends on the challenge. Not... Okay. It depends on the challenge. So like the for the for example the music videos they cut down uh, two of them I believe. So they go from eight to six, and then from the the next episode, uh, they just cut one person. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, but the episodes so, themselves, it's pretty much the same idea. They just come in, and then they like say like uh, f- for the auditions, it's the same exact uh, format as episode one. But from the for like the rap battles and stuff like that, they just say this is what's gonna happen, and then there's not really they don't really like uh, you know there's no re- I guess there's no like meeting house the uh, house portion, or then they just do the they just do the performance. And they give some gotcha. backstory of like how the performance came to be. Yeah. Um, so there is. Uh, so you talked about the eliminations. Are they determined solely because of the three judges, or is there kind of like some outside opinions? Is it fan based in, in some capacity, or is it just completely just those three judges? Just the judges. Okay. Um, and the winner is determined by the judges as well. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. I believe the winner is also determined by the judge. Okay, so is is there any like house drama, or do they keep this as like just strictly like music? Um, they just it's just mostly uh, music. So like with the first couple episodes, uh, with like episode like five and six, so those are like the ciphers. Ciphers is mm-hmm. really like when you see like a, and the, oh, sorry sorry with episode five and like the auditions, that's when you really see the drama uh, more so because it's actually they're actually like all like you know in the back uh, back room or whatever and they're all talking and stuff like that. And especially with the ciphers, if someone messes up, there's usually someone like getting upset at them or like, telling them no, you could do better and stuff like that. And, uh, and uh, you know, so there's that. That's really where the reality portion of it is. Besides that, you know, you have some like scenes where like someone kills a performance and they're coming back and like all hugging each other and you know stuff like that. But that's about it. There's not really like any uh, fights more per se. So if this if this group was looking at uh, like if if the people listening are looking for something that has a little bit of like trashiness to it, you know, this probably isn't a show for them, right? No, and uh, I'll be quite honest with you, Wyatt. I'm actually glad that this wasn't trashy because for so long in reality TV, African Americans they really get the short end of the stick when it comes to that. They always get shown to be crazy and stuff like that. I do appreciate, you know, what the production for this show is taken more seriously. Um, I think uh, I, th- I think the show shows the culture more in a positive light than something like than like than what traditional uh, what what it would traditionally be shown as and like reality TV. So, that's a good uh, point. Yeah, that's, that's just a good point. 
I feel like a lot of that may be because, you know, it seemed to be like uh, ran and operated and executive produced by, you know, African-Americans. That, that may be exactly why they did that is because they, they may have made a conscious effort to kind of like X-may any type of like, uh, you know, inherent drama. Because I'm sure there was some drama, but I think they may have cut it out just for that reason. Do you think that's, that's you know, possible? Yeah, I think so. And even the judges, too. You know, I did, I did like, you know, trash on, the, you know, a bit on uh, – a chance of rapper and Cardi, but they still they did give some like input. It's just that a lot of times I was like I don't know if they're necessarily the right people to get input from because <laughs> I don't know how like I don't know how like uh, business savvy or like, music savvy uh, they are compared to other artists out there. Gotcha. So now that you've seen the first season, is this a show that you would be interested in seeing again for season two? Uh yeah. So like. I think my biggest issue with this season in general is that it heavy it relies heavily on lyricism, which uh, like which is good, right? That's that's how it should be realistically, but, but that's how it should be like uh, if it were, we lived in a perfect world, right? But as you know, like in real life, look if you look at rap caviar like the playlist, right? A lot of times it's mumble rapping, and you know, it's not necessarily the most lyrically like. Uh, uh, in, in the most lyrically talented rappers there is usually like what has a crazy good beat pretty much right mm-hmm. so i don't know how like how well those type of artists would translate to a show like this like imagine if like young thug were like to be put on the spot <laughs> to like do like a freestyle for uh, uh you know ti or like chance the rapper or something like that do you think they, they would let him go through can you imagine designer on this oh yeah yeah designer <laughs> like... <laughs> little zan little zan or... yeah yeah, uh, Lil Pump is just like Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do think I do think that's kind of a problem with the talent shows as a whole, right? Because on American Idol Voice, they're looking for who is the best singer. They're not necessarily looking for who's the best overall package, right? Just because you're a great singer doesn't mean you're necessarily marketable, right? Do you have the look? Do you have the the um you know the the, the total package? Like, are you somebody that people are going to want to see? And although it is kind of messed up that you know in a singing competition that people should factor in other things like this. This is a big reason why things like The Voice, like there aren't that many artists that came and been successful from The Voice. Same thing with American Idol. American Idol was really successful in the beginning, but it's not as successful now. And I do wonder from this show, like if we're talking about whoever the winner is and we're talking about two, three years down the line, are we going to hear from them or are they going to be like, hey, this guy or girl was a good lyricist and but unfortunately they just weren't marketable enough uh, to, to actually make it to the next level. Well, so far there hasn't been anything too crazy from the the, the winning artists or really the, the the top four because if you look, look now like they're not really relevant today in like music, so that's unfortunate. You know, so far you never know what's going to happen. With but uh, has has anybody popped off in the show? Is there somebody that they got cut early that you like recognize and you like heard their song? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, but I, I listen. I'll be honest. Uh, you could see it's not like as if they made a bad call. You could really see the potential. You know what I mean? Like in these, yeah. like the top four, like uh, specifically one of them. Uh, I'll say uh, specifically two of them actually. One of them is a female, right? And in my opinion, she could be. She has like the right attitude and like the the right like energy. In my opinion, to become like the next, you know, like. Uh, uh, like uh, Megan the Stallion or you know uh, Cardi or like you know like that type of like uh, artists, yeah. right? And then this is the surprising part, right? One of the one of the the other person that I was talking about throughout the show, he gets like better and better and like better to the point that like 
at the end, like Hardy was saying that, like it was like like you know drawing comparisons to like Kendrick Lamar type of like <laughs> type of like comparisons, and she's like, yeah, I gotta call Kendrick because like you know he's got a new friend or something like that, and like you know, and if, uh, and if I'm being honest with you, I w- I think TDE signing that artist would be a really good idea, but yeah. I'm not sure that, that uh, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but anyway, yeah, so. Yeah, there was like a breakout star, but so far he hasn't like had the best luck when it comes to you know real life uh, uh, success. Gotcha. So you talked about the negative was really the fact that that uh, you know they were they, they were putting it uh, too much on lyricism. But it, what do you think is like the biggest pro? Like what was the thing they got right the, the most that you feel like really kind of made the series good? Um, I think just their ability to like pick the top artists like you know like sometimes when it comes especially when it comes to the judges i feel like um, it's kind of hard sometimes to express your reasoning but sometimes you could tell when someone has like that it factor you know what i mean yeah and i felt like especially with this show they were really good at being able to like cut out the people who weren't necessarily like good and like keep the ones that were really good and whereas we're like you know you get to the final four and like even the final five, you're like you're looking at them going like, man, like I can see any of them winning at this point. So it was so, it was really well done in that sense, where they were able to really pick out the talent well. Okay, so I guess the last thing I'll ask is just for anybody who's listened to this and considering watching, is there anything that you want to say to them to either prepare them for, for to watch it or anything that maybe to look out for, anything that you think that uh, they need to know before they get into watching it. Oh, okay. So this is so one thing. Uh, I think if you're planning on just expecting something like, like we said previously, expecting something trashy, this is not the show. If you're expecting something like uh, that's actually like, uh, you know, uh, hip hop and actually, actually, you know, showing some uh, respect to rap and in general, I think this is a really good show for that. Also, for for uh, collaborations, some one artist did a collaboration with Miguel. Do you know who Miguel is, Wyatt? Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. If you ever had thoughts that Miguel sounded good live, you should cut that right before the show starts because he sounded atrocious. <laughs> at the... <laughs> My man came out there, and I was like, Jesus Christ, auto-tune worked wonders for you. Goodness he, gracious. That's a, that's a came, big letdown. That, yeah, I, know, I was let down, too. I was like, this is a great collaboration, Miguel and this artist. Wow, this is going to be great. And then Miguel comes out there, and my man can barely sing a note. Yeah. <laughs> He did the, the he did the which song was it the Sky the Adore? Skywalker oh no, no Skywalker uh, don't I, I I can't I forget what the uh, what the song is um, called now but uh, yeah the, it was a great collaboration but not because of Miguel it was because of the other artists <laughs> <Because> the other <laughs> the other okay. artists killed it but it wasn't because of Miguel Miguel sounded quite awful <laughs> yeah. you yeah. felt that Miguel was the contestant on the show. Yeah, exactly. You would have been like, uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. That's the the that's uh, rhythm plus uh, rhythm and flow. All right. Well, we appreciate you giving us uh, an inside look into that type of show. If you're interested in that, that is on Netflix right now. They believe it has Cardi B on the title of it. All the episodes are out because it's been out since October. Uh, also, uh, for Reality Daily, um, this next week we got Survivor on Friday. We're gonna have the challenge next week. Um, also, if you liked this. Uh, type of show where we kind of like talked about a show that's already been out on Netflix to see if it's binge worthy. Let us know. We're at Brovivor on Twitter, Brovivor Podcast Network at gmail.com. News, thank you for being here again, and we hope that we'll hear from you guys soon. Bye.